Welcome in, everybody, to Inside the 275 Loop, episode 21 this week. Woo! It is Thursday, April 14th, approximately 3.37 p.m. If you're listening live, thanks for tuning in live. If you're listening on the podcast, we appreciate that as well. We got lots to get to, really, just with baseball. Um, yeah. We'll very briefly jump into Bearcats baseball, because we always start We always start segments with we, UC. We do, yes. That's what we do. That's I'm Sean McMahon, alongside Ethan Herzog Hello. and Tyler Gilman. Hello again. How's it going? So... Hey. Bearcats baseball, uh, Ethan, you traveled to Louisville just two days ago I did. for was... that uh, game against the Cardinals, yeah. which the Bearcats won last year when Louisville was number five or six in the country. It was, yes. I don't know. I guess. Weren't, they, weren't they undefeated as well? Or am I lying? I don't know if they were undefeated. I don't, I don't think so. It was early in the season, so it's actually yeah. fairly possible that they were it, undefeated. It may have been, yeah. But... Like, they might have been like 8-0 or something. Either yeah, way, it was pretty cool. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I was, pretty I was cool there. Anyway. It was really cool. Yeah. Um... It went to extra innings, right? Yeah, yeah it, it was like, like ten innings. Yeah, yeah. I think, it was, I think it was a single extra inning. Yeah, that, 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 that sounds right because Ryan Nicholson was the one who hit the walk off yeah. single up the middle. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. got to interview him and um, Coach Guggins afterwards. So that nice. was pretty cool. That's, awesome. That's fun. Um, Coach Guggins is a good dude. Yeah, um, seems like it. Anyway, yeah, he seems like a genuine guy. So Ethan, uh, just because I, I was working opening day, yeah. I I had no. Yeah. I, I was at the game, Reds game yeah, too. Yeah, so. you so, guys, you guys Phil, were ha- with the professional leagues. I was down in Louisville. Which that drive? Oh my goodness! Uh, uh, I don't like the drive. Anyway, right down seventy-five. Right down seventy-one. Seventy-one. Also, you hit the worst possible time to be driving to, a, like driving through that area. You yeah, hit the, you hit the worst time. Yeah, and coming back, there was standstill traffic for about like five miles. It was horrible. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to talk about baseball instead of traffic. This isn't a traffic station. Well, it is called 275 Loop. So okay, that is true. So I could. A friend of mine actually proposed that we do a drive around 275 Loop and just talk about the traffic on one episode. So realistically, we could do that for a summer episode. Honestly, really yeah, let's do for that. A that do, a live, do a live stream. Do a, Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll do it on my uh, my Twitch. That... Shout out to my buddy Tom. Tom, if you're listening, which I know you will <laughs> after this recording. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Up? So yeah, Bearcats went down to Louisville. It, so Bearcats actually scored first. It was two back-to-back home runs in two different innings, which really was yeah. We were up 2-0 by the, when the bottom of the fourth inning came around, and then they let Louisville score eleven unanswered. And I almost thought we were going to get run ruled. Then we completely honest, but we came back around the seventh inning. We brought it within two, and then the bottom of the seventh, they score. Louisville scores four, and then eight. And then two in the bottom of the eighth, and then we just couldn't come back. Relief, just kind of. What can can you elaborate? What is one? What is the run rule? It is so. I have to look it back up because I actually had to look it up. Is myself. it like a mercy rule of sorts? It, it is. It's a, it's a mercy uh, rule. One second. So like, what you just cancel the rest of the game, or like? Yeah. So it's like it's like back when you played like back in the day. Well, so like oh, you didn't play baseball growing up, did you? I, I mean, I did for so like, like a year. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's like the same version, but he'll explain it better than I. I will. have the. Official definition uh, from BaseballRulesAcademy.com, uh, NCAA uh, 2- Section 2-79, I guess. Uh, the 10 run rule, by conference rule or mutual consent of both coaches before the contest, a game may be stopped only after seven innings if one team is ahead by at least 10 runs. Each team may play or must play an equal number of innings unless shortened because the home team needs none or only part of its half of the inning. That's what the official run rule is. So it's basically ten runs, and then yeah. game's over. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, because we run ruled Houston. Yep, because uh-huh. we beat them thirteen to three. They did. Yeah, and they agreed. We, wait, so they 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 have to agree before the game. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I don't, that that part is kind of fuzzy. I don't really know. I feel like as a coach, I, I mean, mean I, I guess if you're getting destroyed by 
by like 15, let's say. Yeah. Then like, yeah, sure, you're not coming back. But yeah. like, I don't know. I feel like if my team, you know, yeah. is it, if we're in the eighth inning, we're only down, not only down 10, but you're down 10. I don't know. I feel like that might just send like a message to your kid. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like well, if, if, I was a per- yeah. if I was a coach. It's me. If I was a coach, you know, I guess it would depend on how how badly I was down. Say I'm yeah. say I'm down like thirteen to fifteen, yeah. or t- even twelve. Like yeah, no, but like down ten. I'm not saying we're going to make a comeback, but like I don't know. I feel like it's more about the message to the players than yeah anything I, else. I, I, I really I, I didn't know there was a thing in college baseball. Yeah, I I didn't know either until I looked at the uh, the recap of the Houston game where they did run rule Houston because they won thirteen to three, and they're the which, best in the conference, right? Yeah, they're top of the conference. Yeah, and we won that series two to one. What Houston is? Yeah, yeah. it's Houston. It's, it's not East Carolina. Yeah, nope. I mean, it's usually the, it's usually yeah, the East ECU's Carolina. So like, I was surprised. I think ECU's top three or was top three when we played them, like in the conference. Well, they were nationally ranked, weren't they? Yeah, they, they were, were nationally like, ranked, but then they lost yeah. a bunch of games, no. and now they're like meh. I think they were like top fifteen coming into the season, like yeah, before it yeah. started, and they got swept by some like no name school. Oh, I think I did hear I think about so, that. Oh, yeah. well, I think might actually might have been Bryant. Oh yeah, no, they did struggle with Bryant. That's right. Or they might not have got swept. But they lost. I don't know like, if they got swept. Four. Yeah, they didn't do very well against Bryant. I do remember that. They definitely didn't split. Well, no. Okay, so there's actually a video. If you've ever seen John Boy Media on YouTube, I think I've told you guys about him. He you've does... mentioned this guy a lot. Yeah. Well, I've mentioned him once. I've seen him. So. Pre- <laughs> I've seen him maybe in a couple of videos, but like, if I if I pulled up a video again, you would know who I'm talking about. Exactly. I'd yeah. Probably, yeah, I know uh, who you're talking about. But uh, no, he did a breakdown of an East Carolina Bryant game, a sure. couple, like a couple months ago or yeah. a month ago or whatever. Yeah, it was. whenever that happened. And it was like, it was like East Carolina had hit like a home run or something off oh, of a pitcher, uh-huh, but the up. first base umpire signaled uh, time for like no reason. Like there was no reason at all for him to signal time. Just he just signaled time. Mm-hmm. No one looked at him. Mm-hmm. No coach. Nothing. Like he just signaled time, and like uh, East Carolina or no, did Bryant hit the walk off? I can't I remember. Know. I think East Carolina hit the walk off. And then, like, I think Bryant ended up winning the game because of this weird, like, yeah. umpire. Yeah, I remember time. that. It, it was yeah. a big controversy on, like, on, like, Twitter and stuff like that. It was, like, the first series of the year. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. It, yeah, the yeah, umpire called weird. time for no reason. Like, he yeah. just called time. And, like, like, but here's the thing. Like, if if um, if what the one head coach uh, of East Carolina or Bryant, like, didn't say something, then they wouldn't have continued playing the game. The game just went over. But yeah. they went to extra innings or whatever happened yeah. and, you know. Again, I'm getting it. I'm getting the story messed up. But like, speaking of American conference teams, did anyone either you to either two of you see the Memphis UCF game where like three people got ejected? No, it, no. The, I don't remember what happened, but essentially a like I don't remember exactly what happened, but there was a home run that got called back, right? And then the head coach of Memphis got heated because because of it for some reason. I don't remember why he got called back, but he got heated, and then the pitcher for UCF got heated at the coach and they both got ejected like mid game for like trying to fight each other, which I thought was the weirdest thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Love that. Like it was weird. Um, also I do have the American conference standings pulled up. Currently it goes Tulane, UCF, East Carolina, Houston, then us, which does state South Florida and Memphis. I, we play with okay. state starting today. I think we, we do. Series with yeah. Them. We're, and apparently they their flights were like horrible or something. Yeah, like I, I saw it on that. Twitter. They, they got were, messed up. Their flights were like because apparently American Airlines is. Not Imagine that having great. to go. It's American to, Airlines. Yeah, it's. Imagine fair. having to fly to Wichita, Kansas. 
Imagine That's having awful. to fly to anywhere in Kansas. Yeah, it's true. Or like that part. Unless of the you're unless you're going to um, Allen Fieldhouse. True. true. I was gonna say that's like maybe the one. place. Which the yeah. Cats will be soon. True. Yeah, that's true. True enough. Then we'll go. Because, What's in Kansas? Yeah. Well, they just won a national title. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just about their basketball team. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much that's it. About it. I don't and know. I guess you could say the Chiefs if you really wanted to. <laughs> I mean, it's Kansas City, Missouri, but it's also Kansas City, Kansas. So it's it's like it's, it's on the border. I don't know. It's literally split down the middle. Yeah, it is. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, like like oh yeah, I live in a I live in a city that's in two different states. Like what? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so Bearcats dropped that game. Was it eighteen to ten? Was the final score? Eighteen to ten. Zach Siegel is <sighs> awarded the loss. He is now zero and two on the season. Ouch. Yeah, yep, I think I think here's the thing about UC baseball is like they're they got a really high powered offense. They, they do. do. They really they do. do. They just like they can score. They do, but yeah. like they just give up runs. Yeah, that's it's that's literally how the could, Reds are. Yeah, if they could yeah. clean up the run situation, we'd be okay on either level. Oh my goodness! Yeah, like it's bad. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the Reds, oh boy, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. So uh, so they start. So we were correct in our prediction. About the Atlanta series, yeah, we were. we were. Yeah, I, we I were. said split. Yeah, I think I we, said, all said, yeah we, we all said. We all agreed. Split, yeah. yeah, we all agreed on Which, split. Nice, content. I was so content with that. I was yeah. happy about and it. And also, Hunter Green kind of performed. Um, like he kinda. performed. Kind of. He performed well. He Let's really be real good. here. Like he did really well. He had he had seven strikeouts. That's really good. In his against, opening against a team that just won the World Series. Yeah. Exactly. Hunter Green killed this it. kid. Is for real. I think he had like twenty plus pitches over hundred miles an hour, which is just yeah, like this, which is ridiculous. And he's this what twenty three, twenty two. Th- this kid's superhuman. Let's oh, let's be completely honest here. This, he, yeah, it he, was he, kind of funny though because he only gave I believe what only two earned runs I believe, and two they were both home runs. Both yeah. the home runs. Um, he like pointed up in the air like it was a pop fly. Both oh, home yeah. runs. Yeah. Really? That was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. So <laughs> they were yeah. both they were both fastballs right down the middle, too. Yeah. yeah. One of them was on like, Matt one of them was on Matt Olson, right? Which yeah, that's a mistake. So. Don't throw a fastball yeah, on Matt Olson. Yeah, yeah. But like it was funny, like pointed up at the sky and then yeah. like <laughs> home run. So that's embarrassing. Hunter Green's stat line after that game, he had five innings pitched, allowed four hits, three runs, two home runs. Uh he walked Two batters had seven strikeouts and sat with a five point four ERA. That was that's a stat line for uh, that Sunday game. Okay, where he made his debut. It's a really solid debut. It's a good I think day. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I he got the win. He so did. Like, yeah, so he's one to know. He was really good. I he, thought he yeah. was fantastic. I think he's dope. And then we had we had another uh, debut on yesterday, but it wasn't as good as Hunter yeah. Green. It wasn't. That but great. hey, I think Nick Lodolo. I think he has potential. I think he's well, going to does be, have he's a lot gonna of potential be good. too. I mean, it's his first game in the majors. Like, yeah, and it, also the, the Guardians break. are on a hot streak right now. Yeah, like, yeah, they're tearing it up. You, man. you want to know who else I'm afraid to play? St. Louis. I hate the Guardians. I just it, St. Louis. <laughs> period. I don't care how bad they are; they're always going to give us trouble. Maddie, if you're listening, I do not like St. It's, Louis. It, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's who's another team? Like, um, I don't know. Like really? for, and, for any UC, NL Central team for UC Temple always gives us a fight. Yeah. Yep. Especially in, in basketball. Especially, well, yeah. football. But especially, football. especially football. in basketball. Yeah, basketball. Which, those, Wichita yeah. State. Which uh, Wichita Basketball. Yeah. Basketball. This past year, they weren't as big of a problem, but yes, yeah. absolutely. And, I and agree the, with that. Yeah. Past. I don't even know who else. I don't know. East Car- Like East Carolina does on the road. Yeah. They yes, do. I, I see In that. football, they did. In football, they yeah. always And do. basketball on the road. Yeah. I, That's I true. They are yeah. a tough road environment. I'd agree that. For whatever reason. Yeah. Um, it's a party school, so. Oh, and also uh, Mike Saunders transferred to Utah. Yeah. Same. Di- um, 
uh, Mason, Mason Madsen. Madsen. Nice. Yeah. Uh, went to Boston College. Oh, he went to BC. Yep. Interesting. Uh, I, I mean, think. I, I don't know. I didn't. I good never, for him, honestly. Yeah, I, I think him. he'll do great. I never saw where he landed. I just saw that. I saw that he transferred. Well, I never yeah. saw where he landed. The Bearcats are looking like they're like recruiting out of this portal right now. They yeah, have, they uh, are. Some guy from Indiana. We're down to. Um, it's him and Butler. Yep. We're oh, or us that. and Butler. Is he a transfer? Or is he a he's transfer a transfer from, uh, IU? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then we have Daniel Skillings, who yeah, wow, Skillings. Oh my god, yeah. this dude. It's, it's a. It's funny because like the transfer portal, not just in college football, but like in college basketball as well. It's like another place that you have to go recruit. Right? Yeah, it is. I like, feel like it's too easy to like go through it now. Like it's just so easy. Like, well, if you know how to use it the right way. Well, I'm talking yeah. about like if you're a player, like it's just so easy oh, to yeah. just transfer. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it is. It super is. Yeah. No, I, I, I. A lot of people tell me that they think it's bad for the sport. We're getting a little off topic, but like, well, it's I think it's cool. We'll, we'll I circle back. Cool. I, I, I don't see how it's going to ruin programs because just, like it's I mean, Mason Madsen was an average player at UC. Say for instance, he goes to Boston College and balls out. Gets, works there you his go. Way, That's draft works stock. his way into a pro, uh, a contract. You know, yeah. Like, like it's not it's not bad for the sport. It just helps players. It's yeah, just what it does. That's I, all it's for. I like, don't see it hurting the sport because like you can you know like in Mason Madsen's case, like you literally just said, like he'll go to Boston College, balls out, gets a is a prospect in the draft, or becomes an uns, like an unsigned or undrafted free agent and goes and plays in the big leagues. Like, you know, it it just helps yeah. the sport of basketball as a whole, whether it's this that level or the pros or whatever you want to call it well before we get to basketball let's stick to baseball here true because we got to talk opening day yeah so we, we do the opening day game first of all opening day was it was a really nice day it was um i would agree it was just a couple days ago it was tuesday april 12th today is thursday april 14th uh at the time yes. of this recording so i was working the boathouse that day yeah um it was a good crowd on hand i think they filled they filled up the stadium they did. It was like, like what, 40,000? 43,000? 43,000. I'm surprised with uh, Burrow throwing the first pitch and Jamar Chase being there that they didn't sell out. They got with, close. I think they did. I thought, did they? Hold I on, thought, I'll look it up. I think they did sell out. Keep talking. I'll well, either way, I mean, I witnessed that. By the way, Joe Burrow, that was, just, that was a pretty good pitch from uh, Joey B there to Zach Taylor. It was a good throw. It was a good throw. And then T. Higgins was in a sling. No, T. H- uh, or I'm sorry. Yes, T. Higgins yeah. was in a sling. Yeah, sorry. You said T. Higgins. What was that about? Him. I don't even remember him getting like. He, he had sur- his shoulder was bothering him. Oh, so okay. he had, he had surgery. He'll be fine by fall. Yeah, yeah. he'll be oh. fine. I w- it was just kind of scary. I was like, huh? I was like, yeah. Everybody in the comment sections on like Instagram and stuff was like, what happened? Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was like, hmm. Yeah, I was at the game. Uh, it was a pretty good atmosphere to be honest. Um, I feel like the first couple innings because you know we didn't get a hit till the sixth. So Jeez, it took him to the sixth yeah, inning. Yeah, so obviously the crowd was pretty dead, but then um, Farmer got hit by a pitch, and then after that, um, Jake Fraley got a double, so second and third, no outs. Back-to-back doubles with India. Then the crowd got pretty into it, and they took took Bieber out as soon as that uh, double happened, so the crowd was you know really getting into it. And then right after that, which I called this, by the way, and you, I have sources that can back me up on this, Tyron Aikman's home run. I was like, he's going to hit a home run. And then he hits when a home he, run. At that, at nice. that. Yeah. Nice. So then, and, then, and then the crowd was just, it was awesome. But then, you know, our bullpen comes in and they just yeah. do what our Reds bullpen does. Yeah. Which makes no sense because Art Warren came in in the seventh. Yeah. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tony Santillan, very next inning. One, two, three. Yeah. Why would you take either one of those pitchers out if they're going to go one, two, three? I have no idea. Well, who, do they, who do they put in to finish? Hunter Strickland. The new guy from the Giants, bro. Why? It's like yeah, why? I, I, it's like why are you going to take players out if they're pitching well? Like it just doesn't make. It's like 
Kershaw. Did you see the guy uh, that literally was going to throw a perfect game and they pulled him? Kershaw. Yeah. That, no, well, no, he had seven innings, right? He was, yeah, he had seven he had innings. Eight, he was perfect. 80 pitches. 80 pitches. Perfect. He only threw 80 pitches? Yeah. Just seven innings? Yep. 13 strikeouts. That's insane. He was And Dave perfect. Roberts Dave Roberts goes, nah, you're coming out. Like, oh, dude. Like, and he, and what, after he comes out, then pitcher that comes in, the very first batter gets a hit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here, here's my thing here. And this is also what I saw on Twitter. I'm so mad. Uh, I think it was Jeff Passan posted this on Twitter. And he was like, you know, if he's going to throw a no-hitter, whatever. Like, those happen all the time. He already has one, whatever. But he was going to be the 23rd pitcher in MLB history throw to throw perfect. a perfect game. Yeah. That and he, honestly, happen. he probably would have because he was looking really good yeah. yesterday. And, like, that makes me mad. Yeah. Like, I would be really pissed off. Bleh. I don't know. Anyway, I also did find that the capacity of Great American Ballpark is 42,319, and the official capacity of opening day was 43,036. So they did sell out. Interesting. Okay. Yes. So it's just not, it's, not, it's kind of yeah. crazy that that stadium's like just more than Nippert. Yeah, yeah that's kind of like crazy. Just a few thousand more. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Really is crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna be real. It's kind of crazy. But no, uh, I mean that game. You know, I saw it was tied four to four. In yeah. The was it the seventh inning when they tied it up? I think so. Bottom. Well, yeah. Bottom it was six. the bottom six. Yeah. Was it bottom they, six? They didn't get a hit till the six, and that's when they got. All oh the four wait, runs. I'm sorry. This is I'm sorry. This is the game from yesterday. I'm I'm yeah. looking at the wrong game. Uh, they got all four of their runs in the sixth. Okay, mm-hmm. so. And that, well, they had five, right? Because they scored one in the bottom of the ninth. Oh yeah, I believe it was on, it was on a pass ball or something. Like yeah, that. they lost ten to five. Yeah. But I saw they were tied up because like people were coming back to the boathouse and they're all disappointed. And I'm like, oh, like you know, they just tied it up. Yeah, it's four to four. Woo! And then like everybody was like, oh, we're going to extra innings. No, I get to the ninth, top of the ninth, and yeah, no, and Cleveland and just has an absolute slugfest. Like with, I really thought that and, like, well, you you, you well, first. I mean, it was four to four. Going in the top nine, and in the bottom of the ninth, Joey Votto was due up, so I was just kind of like, you know, it's I was like, Votto. hmm, yeah. this is really picture perfect ending, wouldn't it? If Votto yeah, just happened to be. hit a walk off home run, but yeah. now our bullpen just does what they do normally. Yeah, like I don't, and it's not even like our entire bullpen because, like you said, Art Warren and whoever they are, Tony Santion, yeah, Tony Santion came in one, two, three innings, you know, and then they bring in the other guy. It's not our entire bullpen; it's just select pitchers in our bullpen right which is an improvement the bullpen has I been guess. a consistent problem for years it has and so was our hitting yeah really everything has what yeah. am i talking about like last year was pretty good hitting wise hitting I'd wise say. was much better last yes. year it dipped towards the, the second half yeah, of the year. but it was we the, were on fire for a while we there. were um but like our bullpen's kind of gotten better i want to kind of well we made say. we made some signings we did but like but it's also still it's still kind of bleh, you got rid of know? sunny gray sons of guns you're i feel like you're only mad about that because you bought the jersey you know what maybe i <laughs> I mean i'm i'm mad ruined my 21st birthday i mean i'm mad. eight months later <laughs> i mean i'm mad that they got rid of winker because like i bought a jersey of his one's fine I'm not but, mad about the Eugenio Suarez thing. Neither I mean, am I. People were like, oh, I, I was okay with it. I wasn't no, like people, mad. It was really but, weird because some people were really upset. And I'm like, you were literally complaining about this guy like last year. I loved. And the year before. I loved what Suarez brought energy wise because that's what he did. He was a very inconsistent. Everybody hitter. loved him. Yeah. He he's a great personality. Don't get me wrong. He was just mildly inconsistent. Which the Reds are good at that. They have a lot of guys who are just really good, like 
dude. personality yeah, wise. Like do. everyone he, loves him. Yeah, Suarez exactly. swings at like every ball. He does. But it's if like, he connects though, yeah, if he connects, yeah, which is a very people, likely possibility, a very unlikely possibility. Like an eight percent like, chance of that happening with yeah, Suarez. He like he went from hitting like what forty home runs in twenty forty nine. It was the most ever by um a Hispanic born player, I think. Probably. Something like that. Was it at 18 uh, when he hit that many? 19. 19. And then okay. COVID here, he did. He was kind of just, it was COVID year, so it didn't really matter. So, and yeah. last year, he kind of just. It was like, uh, yeah. He just plummeted, to be honest. Yeah. You got to wonder if the COVID year didn't happen, if he would keep up the consistency or if he would, if he would have dipped anyway. Yeah, honestly. Know, yeah. Like, or I guess pitchers just figured him out. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they just yeah. were like, oh, we know how to throw against this dude. Yeah. I mean, that may be the case. There's a multitude of things that, you know, kid could explain why yeah, but no one totally. will ever know for sure i would agree all we know is he that changed he changed his swing a little bit i feel like he might have like now i think he's i've just like noticed personally from from 2019 all the way till now he's definitely changed his swing up you think it's you you think that maybe it's because he like pitchers figured him out and maybe he's trying to change it, or that'd be my guess. But like, Probably. I really, I really don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, Joey Votto changed his swing though, but that was more because of like how he was aging as a player. Yeah, so like he kind of had to. He sort of had old. to. I yeah. mean, well, Votto is just like but... is just a, a hitter. Period. Like, yeah, he he like he like he's consistent. If you want to learn how to hit, watch Joey Votto. He is play. the guy. Watch watch Joey Votto tape. Like you, if will... you want to learn how to use social media, go to Joey Votto. Seriously, <laughs> he right. knows what he's doing, and Dude, he is I great love... at social. He's a media. national treasure. Can we talk it's about him treasure. on social media? It's he, the most beautiful. I mean, he's awesome. Within a span of a couple weeks, he made a TikTok. Which is amazing, by the way. Many TikToks, actually. Well, he made a TikTok account, which with many TikToks on it. He has a Twitter now, which his first tweet was kind of funny, and he has an Instagram account, which is awesome. Like, I I don't know, I I don't know what took him this long to get social media, which like is like whatever, no hate because glad he did it though. No, yeah, my, me too because I mean, like he's not really missing anything. He, no, he's not. Like, which is fine, but like you know have him having a social media now and do posting the things that he's posting is just amazing. Like he's had some really good yeah. content. Every time I, I see a TikTok of his pull up on my feed, I like I want <laughs> I laugh at it for like 20 minutes because it's that funny. Like it's hard not to. Exactly. It's I mean it's Joey Votto and thinking that Joey Votto is making TikToks is just the f- funniest thing in my mind and I love it. Also kind of sad that Joe Burrow turned him down. To make a TikTok. Did you see that? Yeah, I on saw Instagram? that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's was, not really Joe Burrow so style. That's true. Joe Burrow is really too cool. TikTok. <laughs> well, I, also he just like doesn't get on social media. Like that's that, true. That's his he, thing. But when he does, yeah. his pictures are pretty like they're pretty cool. I'm not gonna I lie. think like the last. I mean, I don't follow him on Twitter, but the last thing that I know for sure that he put out was something about Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, I remember the tweet that, before yeah, that. It was that. Uh, it was a picture of him, and it's like it says "We'll be back." Period. Yeah, and I was like, that's about it. Yeah, he's not like a social media guy, which I mean, like I like that honestly. It's kind of like that. He kind of like what Joey Votto was. He, he literally said, media. he literally said, like work in the dark. Like that was his advice yeah. to like young athletes. No, yeah, it was like don't, yeah, po- like, don't post your workouts on Twitter. Nowadays, or whatever. Cares. Just, it's yeah, all no it is. one cares. That's really all it is nowadays, though. Yeah, no That's one what cares. Everybody does. I'm gonna be completely honest. If I was a coach, I would not care what you post, what workout you post, or like you posting how much you lift. I don't care. I want to see you perform on the field. Send me your reel. That's all I want. Like, yeah, people put like like how much they bench in like their Twitter bio. Twitter bio. It's like, what do you what? like? What? Yeah, I've seen that before. They do that. I've seen people. I've seen athletes do that. that. I've seen it before, and the, I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like my my Twitter bio is literally the titles I have. Like I have like you know play by play for this this this, 
uh, I Overwatch enthusiast because I'm a nerd, and I have pro bat flip in my Twitter bio. Like, yeah, mine is that's just, literally what I have in my bio. Mine's just um, it's more or less professional. Mine is just uh, at Bearcast, and then it's the link to the podcast. Nice, nice. I, I yeah, actually appreciate that. You should add that. Put that. Put that <laughs> in your put that in your bio. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna put a link tree in my as my link, and then it's gonna go like the podcast and all yeah, other stuff. Yeah, good. But yeah, so Joey Votto on social media is a great, yes. much much welcome addition to this year. We are but, very happy. But, we should have him on the podcast. How hard do you think that'll could be? You imagine? Literally impossible. <laughs> Literally impossible. Honestly, I think if we bug him enough, we might do it. I did see uh, some of these guys. That's on you if you want to do it. I'm going to try We've it. got two weeks of school left, so. There's these I'll try guys. for next year. I'll oh, see if I can get them in next year. There's these guys. Um, I'll bring you back, Sean. This is my show. Uh, well, well, on my show. Okay. That I'm going to create. Gotcha. <laughs> There's like a bunch of gu- some guys that are like from like UC, I think. Or one of them's from UC. Um, like, you know the uh, Stay Hot podcast? No, no. So it's a bunch of it's like three three of these guys, and I'm pretty sure one of them goes to UC actually. Oh, and they had sure. a podcast with Alec Pierce a couple of days ago. I hmm. watched it. Yeah, Alec Pierce is a beast. Yeah. Shocked. Such I a, am so shocked. Such a great guy. He did struggle on pro day with his um with his cones drill oh. a lot. He had a lot of reps of and cone drill. You you just he couldn't get a good time. Oh, and oh, kept, I saw that actually. Yeah, he kept slipping on the turf, mm. and he kept blaming it on the turf. But it's like, dog, it's not the turf. Yeah, maybe it's your shoes. He's just frustrated. He's just frustrated. Yeah, just probably. a bad day. You, but how, you reckon we could get Alec Pierce on the show? That could be our draft show. Could you imagine? Talk to Alec Pierce about the draft. Maybe. You think? Send him a quick DM. Yeah. Maybe. Why not? I mean, he goes here. Like, it's not like he's not here. No, well, he I mean, graduated. He might... Oh, right. That's I mean, true. He graduated, but he's probably in here preparing for the draft. Well, yeah, he's probably here. Like, yeah. what if we had RG three who was here today, dude? I mean, I... all it all really takes is a DM, and you hope they answer. Yeah. So it all comes. RG three. I'll be the mar- I'll be our coloring. marketing guy. I'll, I'll start DM. Out I'll, to I'll DM uh, Sam Martin because I went to grade school. Oh, yeah. I went to grade school with him. Did really? you really? Yep. Huh. You should have seen him in grade school. He literally put up from half court and would just not miss. <coughs> like it was actually really fun to watch. That's no wonder funny. he got recruited here. No, literally. Yeah. Why don't we just? He's let also him do that? he's also really smart. I think he's in business, but he's like really smart. Yeah, he. I. I. Yeah, I think he's smart. I. I don't remember. I read his bio once, and you know, whatever. But. Um, I'll definitely send him a DM soon. No, but yeah. dropping two games to the Guardians, not how you want to start the home openings, uh, the home season, yeah, I guess. tying back into my buddy, this. My buddy from uh, Cleveland was talking some mad smack during the game, yeah. and then he talked smack the next day, and I'm like, all right. You who else is talking some mad smack? He, not really, but I, uh, Phil Castellini. Yeah. I, I, wanna, I, go, I really want to touch on this. So let's get to that next, because yeah. my buddy, my buddy, um, my buddy Alex was talking mad smack he's a big guardians fan um and guardians. i was he was talking some trash and whatever yeah, and, you know he was course. he was doing it for the fun of it i didn't yeah. take it very seriously it's whatever i'm sure he it did feel sure. personal on opening day though i was like all right yeah opening day is different because then yeah. he started yeah. he also started trashing cincinnati as a city and i'm like all right now you're okay, getting, okay now, you're going, Listen, now you're going too far, too far. you've crossed the and line I, I was like buddy boy. i was like all right i don't see cleveland going to the college football playoff I don't see Cleveland going to the Super Bowl. I don't see Cleveland being like pretty to even look at. I'm gonna be completely honest here. The only things that are relevant in Cleveland right now is like the Rock Hall of Fame. Let's yeah. be real here. The last time Cleveland was relevant was when they dropped a three one lead against uh the Clubs. Last time Cleveland was relevant was when they went 0 and sixteen. 
Actually, you're right. That's, that's well, no, that's, literally. Well, no, because they won the NBA championship. Actually, no. I'll, the Cavs did. Yeah, actually, that's, that's true. But and that, that was 2016, And Cleveland it? beat Pittsburgh yeah. in the playoff last year. Like, not last year, like Bengals Super Bowl last the year. The 2020 year. 2020 year. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It, it was it was on the road in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was on the road, and they, like, blew them out, which was really funny. Yeah, because I think the game started with a bad snap in yeah. the end zone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The game started okay, with a bad now, snap, fumble recovery in the end zone, and yeah. they won, like, 42 to something. They scored they 35 them. first half points. And then they got Chad Hennied in the uh, oh, yeah. AFC yep. divisional round. <laughs> yep. Which is kind of funny, but it's fine. Yeah. So, All right, I, Ethan, I don't know. Time to go off. That's So, that stuff bothered me, but let's go yeah. ahead and talk about uh, – Phil Castellini yeah. and that whole situation with the Reds ownership. Yeah, because he said something on radio that like yeah. a lot of fans were like, "Yeah." <sighs> and I I have the quote pulled up here. It's coming off of uh, SportingNews.com. This article is written by Edward Suitland. I hope I said Edward Snowden. Right. I don't know. Oh, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> um, so this is on seven hundred WLW the biggest radio station in Cincinnati by a long shot because of its historical relevance and what is on it. Um, and this was with uh, Mo Egger and Scott Sloan on the pregame show for opening day, which is, you know, one of the bigger pregame shows. And there were questions about, you know, selling the team and, you know, about the off season and this, that, and the other thing. And Castellini uh, Phil Castellini, to be specific, being Castellini, replies to these questions with, where are you going to go? Let's start there. I mean, sell the team to who? If you want to look at what... If you want to look at what would you do with this team to have it be more profitable, make more money, compete more in the current economic system that the game exists in, it would be to pick it up and move it somewhere else. So basically, he was... And he's not wrong about the Reds being a small market team. He's that not. is correct. Yes. But... And and I, I guess when he first said that, I wasn't totally taken aback by it, because he kind of has a kind of I think he kind of has a point in that, like yeah, who do, who does he go to? I mean, there will be yeah. people who will buy it. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. You just have to put it out there. Yeah. And there's a couple more quotes here. There's another one that says, "So be careful what you ask for." I think we're doing the best we can do with the resources we have. And then <laughs> later, yeah, right. He says, "We haven't abandoned our commitment to winning and investing in this franchise and in this community." So <laughs> That's the funny. point is, so the point is to stay tuned to be a fan and celebrate these guys and what, <laughs> and look what they did in Atlanta and come out here and celebrate that today. You know what they did after he sent that? He they went zero and two. That's true. It's a Castellini curse. Let's be real. I'm gonna patent it. It's gonna be on a shirt. Castellini. I like, how, I like how I said we're still committed to winning, even though we traded away our whole team. Literally. Like, what do we do after a six-year rebuild? Rebuild again. Yeah, I love rebuilding. One year of uh, winning record, and we're like, yeah. yeah, one one winning record. Well, hold on, guys. We're doing too well. We got to slow down here. Yeah, 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 yeah guys. We can't, we can't be winning. What is this? We're Cincinnati. We can't win. Unless, yeah. that, unless you're a football team. Yeah, unless you're a football team. Let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> we're a football city now. It's fine. Oh, 100 percent. Um. But like the thing is the 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 thing that made me so mad was the where are you gonna go comment right literally like anywhere we, else like we don't have the Cincinnati Bengals the AFC champions that just went to the Super Bowl the Cincinnati Bearcats that just went to the college football playoff for the first time in program history we have I mean granted we do have Xavier who is good for the most part we have plenty of other colleges we have the Cincinnati Cyclones well, we have wait, FC Cincinnati back up hunt is that what you think he means when he says where are you going to go i do think so yeah that's what i think too i, I think, think that means think where he's... else are you going to support cincinnati at? I, I think or, that's the... read the quote again 
read, read like, it. Read the entire it. thing? No, just like the part up to there, just up to the question, where are you going to go? Well, that's 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 what it starts with, where are you going to go? Because it was a reply to a question. Like, it was an answer to a question Okay, what was on the can, air. can you find the exact question from Mo Egger? Um, because I don't think that's what he means when he says where are you going to go. I think he means like where are you, who are you going to sell this to? That's what he I, means. I don't know like, where are you going to go with the team. That's what he. I think that's what he means. I maybe, but I think a lot of people understand it as where are you going to go to watch sports. You know, like. Like, not like we don't have a mass market of sports in the city with both pro-level, college-level, semi-pro-level. Like, if you want baseball, Florence Y'alls. Could you hand that to me? Just saying. Like, the Florence Y'alls are not too far away. And I know, I actually have seen a lot of Reds fans are going to be Florence Y'alls fans and are going to go to those games instead. Fair enough. Because they don't, like, people don't want to support this team anymore. And I think... And I think I, no. Here's the thing. I think people want to support the team, but they don't want to support the Castellinis. Yeah, that's the thing. And I, it's going to be this weird thing where I don't know if people are going to go to the games. To, oh no! Well, dude, obviously it's going to be not. dead this year. Yeah, like attendance is going to drop. Yeah, you see the atten- attendance yesterday. Yeah, it was ten thousand. Ten thousand people. And, horrible. And there was some stat line. I don't remember exactly, but. I think the amount of games where there has been less than that between 2017 and 2021 is like seven. There have been seven games in a five-year span that have had an attendance of less than 10,000 people. See, it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you think about it, 10,000 fans is like nothing. Like, that's a really bad number. I mean, you could also... I mean, what those seven games could be bad weather. It could be... A I, number of reasons, yeah, though. So, I, like, let's be fair here about the I, numbers. I think, I I want to say that the numbers were drawn. That's like, that's like what one, uh, you said, twenty seventeen and now. Yeah, I think so. so. That's like or like twenty eighteen. That's now. like just less than two yeah. games per year. because so. I don't know, I don't know where it was taken from. If it accounted for weather, like if it accounted for weather, obviously has a different story. Because if it's raining, no one's going to go to the ballpark because it's not. Uh, you know, closed in ballpark. I've I've been to a rainy Reds game. It's not fun. I have too. That's not fun. I've been to multiple of them. Yeah, it, it's not fun. Let's um, say when it's worth it. Yeah. Um. But it could also be that they're perfectly fine days. Like you know, it's like seventy, partly cloudy with no wind. Like maybe those mm-hmm. are the games that are talking about that they have that. But I didn't see that like criteria on that post on Twitter because I mean, granted, it's Twitter and Twitter is weird. But you know. Whatever. I, I don't know. I it, me, me, personally, I'm upset about it, and I feel like a lot of people, a lot of other people are as well. Um, I think I'm still going to go to Reds games, to be honest, because I need to watch baseball somehow, and that's uh, it, it's like a, It's like go. a summer thing. It's just something you yeah, do during the summer. It is. Like, like I, I was explaining... I was explaining baseball to somebody. I don't remember who. Or... Or going to a Reds game to somebody, and they were like, you know, whatever, because I'm talking about the Reds, and we're like, oh, what's going to game? Like, I'm like, I'm like, it's an experience. Like, it's not like you go to watch the sport sometimes. Like, right. for the average fan, you go to a ballpark or any sporting event for the food, if you're like me, the people watching, because watching fans is kind of funny, um, or like the things that they do for the fans, like... If you go to a Cyclones game, or like just just as an example, Savannah Bananas, like yep. If you go to one of those games, they 
gear that towards the fans. Right. Like that's their whole thing. Because they, they don't have, have really they really don't have another choice. Not really, and they have to they have to find money. They have right. to find money to keep the program alive. Right. And, you know, fund the stadium and pay their people and whatever. And you know, they they have a thing where if a fan catches a foul ball, the batter is out. Like Well, that's that's in that's in uh, banana ball. Yeah. Like but Yeah, the rules are fun. Yeah, but still, like that's it's a whole thing. They gear these things towards the fans and that's why people go. And if the fans aren't going to feel like they aren't appreciated, they're not going to go. I agree. And whether that appreciation be for the fans that watch it for the sport mm-hmm. and want us to win if they don't keep the players that we need and sign new players that we need or the fans that don't get anything out of the experience of going to the ballpark, then mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Yeah. You know? Speaking of a solid team, um, just looked on Twitter, oh, and the first thing that came up was <laughs> a tweet from Elon Musk. It was this morning. Oh, no. And the, I, I he know. says, I made an offer. Oh, it's a, it, he's trying to buy Twitter. And then Cincy <laughs> Problems then tweets back and says, hey, Elon Musk, don't buy Twitter, buy the Reds. I like that. I like that. He, yeah, he, I think he bought 9% of Twitter's uh, stock. He wants to buy he 100% did. of Twitter. Like he wants like to, he buy wants to just buy Twitter. Good. I would love to. He could buy, like, he could buy 100 Twitters if he wanted to. No, literally. He could literally buy 100 Twitters if he wanted to. I wouldn't hate it if he owned Twitter. I, yeah. But let's not get too off topic here. Yeah, fair. So, yeah. Uh, it's So I'm reading an article right here. This is on yardbarker.com. Uh, yardbarker.com. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it says... So it has the quote from Castellini... Uh, right there, and then it says Castellini then acknowledged the team's front office was not happy with the results, but asked fans to maintain their loyalty. That's just sad. Like, like the audacity, bro. I'm gonna be real here. That's like, just sad. Reds fans are loyal. What are yeah. you talking about? What do you mean, like, keep, stay being loyal? We've been loyal for the past seven years that you've been dude, rebuilding this team, dude. The Reds, I would argue, the Reds. Are one of the top five most loyal fan bases in all mm-hmm. of MLB. They I was, are. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, they <laughs> not, are. I wouldn't say the most loyal. No, they're not. No. But they're up there. They're up they, there. They are. I would say. Yeah. Here's how I would. Not in any order. I would say Cubs fans. Yeah. Red Sox fans. Yep. Yankees fans. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Who would be the fourth one? Braves. Red, no. You think? no. I don't no. know if they're loyal. And Dodgers? Not, no. no. Dodgers no, a bunch of bandwagons. Dude, I, I, I'm just not. I'm just throwing names if out there. Fan, I don't know. If you're a fan of a Los Angeles team, okay, that's true. I'm going to assume automatically you're a bandwagon fan. That's, that's fair. Even if you're not, I'm what going about, like, to assume it. White Sox? Maybe. Maybe White Sox. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying no. to think of teams like, that have been around for I a long time. I feel like the Blue Jays have a loyal fan base. Maybe they yeah. do. You think yeah. so? Yeah, I, I would say they do. Yeah. Also, Seattle. Well, because they've been they've been bad for so long, but they've still like That's you know. Fair. I guess I just yeah. don't really have enough to speak on them. I don't, kind of, well, kind See, of I don't have enough to speak so. on baseball because no, I'm they're still good. Aren't they good though? Yeah, well, they because they that that this is the time when all their prospects are coming up. Yeah, good That's prospects. True. Yeah, and they have Winker and Suarez now. So yeah, and Robbie Ray who won the Cy Young last year. Who else? Who's yeah. in Texas? You got the Texans, the Rangers. Astros, the Rangers. Or I'm sorry, not the Texans. The Rangers, the Astros. No one likes the Astros. That's it. That's just so Besides shit. Astros okay. fans. <sighs> that's true. I don't even know who else. Hey, but they are loyal, though. I can't lie. That's true. They are loyal. Can't lie. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know who I would throw that's the fair. fifth one to, to be honest with you. I don't know. But, but, I but would, yeah, that is a good point. I would yeah. say those are the top four fan bases. In yeah. the, oh, easily. And, and Maybe San Diego. And the other thing, here's the other thing, yeah, too. Maybe. The, the other thing, too, is 
Castellini's like San Fran. moving moving like being successful involves moving the team. I don't think so. That's My ass the thing. It's not true. It's not Bengals just proved that wrong. Are you yeah, kidding me? It's not true because this city will never lose baseball. So you yeah, you can't just take the longest tenured MLB team and just take them out of the city. That's just not You happening. can't do that. You know how people mad would, the pe- city would be? No, it wouldn't happen. No, it can't happen. No, it literally, it literally can't. Happen. It like, literally would not happen. There would be riots. Yeah, no, like, yeah, actually. literally. Our like, city would actually burn down. The, we've like, we've been kidding. in Cincinnati since 1882. That's a long time. Well, actually, probably farther than that. I think the 1860s, actually. Yeah. Farther back, yeah. Because like right after the Civil War. Yeah, because yep. uh-huh. we, aren't, we aren't the first baseball team by any means. We're the first MLB team to, yeah, ex- yeah, to, ex- to exist. The first professional organization is Cincinnati, but yeah. not the first, like, you know, baseball team that ever existed because baseball has existed for however long. But, like, you know, it, I don't know. It, like, I am very, it, it's a frustrating situation. No matter where you look at it, and it it won't be solved until the team is sold and someone else yeah, picks it up. I agree. Oh, I want to I want to find this quote because Nick Cassianos. Oh, like he completely not, threw shade at not. The front it was not the one he f- he said w- w- when he was talking about um like when he first got yeah, traded. This is a different one. First, and oh, honestly, he said something else. No, it was, no, it, it was most recent. And honestly, it, recent it makes one. a lot of sense. Oh. Was was it about the Reds? Yeah. So they were asked. They were like asking about what I don't know what question they asked him, but he said, "What sucks is in a great city like Cincinnati, where the fan base is impeccable, it's suffocating because of ownership." I'm not saying they're bad people, but the system is bad. Yeah, I I remember seeing that on Twitter. Actually, I, I, I could don't not agree know how more. I never saw that or because it's that. on Twitter. Well, you know, yeah, but Fox, like Fox 19 I, now posted it. Oh, like, that's true. If you don't uh, follow Fox 19 on like Instagram or Twitter, then uh, you wouldn't have seen it. Like I follow yeah. the Fox 19 on Instagram, and they posted okay. about it on Instagram too. That makes sense. Yeah, I still don't know how like none of my friends like sent me the article or anything. Whatever. Yeah. I, Point being, uh, Nick Castellanos is spot on there. Yeah, like, yeah. I, say, I don't, I don't see a, a, a like wrong for him statement. to for him to come in for like what two years. Ish. He played for two years. Two years. Two years. Two years. And yeah. one was a COVID season. And yeah. one was a COVID season. And for him to be like, that's an amazing fan base. I would actually, I would say Philly fans. Yeah. You could even throw up there as some loyal fans. Yeah, I agree. I'd agree with that. Anyway, um, for him to say that about the fan base, first of all, he's right. Yeah. Um, and for him to say that about ownership, he's also right. I, yeah. It's it's just like he worded it. He articulated it just in a way that. Like really, no one else could. Like all you know, all yeah. these social media teams and whatever, they can say you know, like like uh, Cincy problems, right? Like you know, Cincy problems can post about all all they want, but like it's it's not garnering that much attention where Phil Castellini cares. Yeah. But if a former player says a former star all star player says yeah. something about your organization, mm-hmm. you're gonna yeah. pay attention. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if they're scared, and honestly, they should be. Do we do we even offer him a contract? Who? Castellanos. Oh, did do we, we? Do we even offer on him? I don't him? think we offered him jack squat. And if we did, we probably the, lowballed it him. It was either they didn't offer or they offered him way too little because they don't want to. I'm willing to bet it was the latter. Say, how probably. do you not offer? Because they're cheap and they don't care. They, they're they acting like Mike Brown did before uh, Blackburn have, took over. We don't have money. We don't have money. He's I, right. You're right. He acted, no, he's acting yeah, like Mike Brown. Like I was talking to my dad last night about the whole thing because I, I talked to him about sports, whatever. And I mentioned I talked was talking to him about it, and I was like, 
essentially just complaining to him because he doesn't care about baseball, but I do. And he was like, it sounds like um, the Castellines are doing what Mike Brown did way back when, before Blackburn took over and decided to spend money. And you know what's ironic? Mike Brown's daughter is spending the money. Right. Mm-hmm. But Bob yeah. Castellini's mm-hmm. son isn't. Yeah. It's it kind is, of ironic. It is weird. <laughs> how that, how that's, it, it's the son's, or it's the children of the owner that yeah, and I remember are either making or breaking. Everybody was so worried about Katie Black. I still am about Katie Blackburn, but she's, I have hope. she's done. Well. She's I, done I have my doubts, but like, yeah, she definitely. She's, she's done, done well. wrong. Great she job wrong. Like, so far. She's done well. Yeah, I surprisingly. Yeah, I. I think it's gonna. I think it'll be. I mean, I keep saying it'll be a great season. Like we we're gonna win the AFC North. We, don't, we no only doubt. got we only got better. So yeah, I think we're gonna win the AFC North, no doubt. And there's a good chance we'll win the. AFC. I saw. Okay, so here's something strange that I saw. Let's really quickly we'll talk yeah. about this, but because we're still not technically done with the Reds. Technically not. No. Uh, but we'll finish up this segment with the Bengals yeah. thing. Sure. Um, I saw this this like, um, I guess you call it a headline. It was a sure. it was a it was a caption for a video from the Pat McAfee show. Mm-hmm. And it was like statistics show that Joe Burrow and the Bengals like have a very low chance of making it to the Super Bowl. It's like, yeah, no kidding. They had a low chance of making it last year. Like, yeah, it's the have you like have you seen the AFC? Like, it's yeah. incredibly especially it's, now it's stacked. Yeah, especially now. It's like, well, yeah, no kidding. We have a low chance of making it. Like, because here's here's what I will to, always... show me a team that has a super high chance of making it in the AFC. Like, here's what I said. It's too nobody it's too competitive. Like, here's yeah. what I said yesterday. My dad is that the AFC is going to beat up on each other and the winner of the AFC wins the Super Bowl. Because the only two good teams 100%. in the NFC right now, Buccaneers, Rams. Rams. Yeah. Yep. Everyone else sucks. So, I mean, and assuming that, you know, the Bucks and Rams somehow don't either don't make it or get eliminated in the playoffs. Well, the NFC's oh, not no, no, win. No. Oh, wait, never mind. I'm sorry. I also think if the Packers get DK Metcalf, nah. which there's been a lot of rumors. Nah. I don't think the Packers are going to do that great either. I'm gonna be completely honest. I think they're gonna be terrible. I think so too. It's Aaron Rodgers, though. But Aaron Rodgers can't perform in the playoffs. That's the thing. He has won one Super Bowl in Green Bay. Nor can the Green Bay special teams. Exactly. They always compete in the playoffs, though. They do, but they never provide. I agree. Like same. Wasn't it Brett Favre too? Same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, between between Brett Favre, let's just call it a 20 year span. Between Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, the Packers have two Super Bowls. Yep, twenty years, and they've made it to the playoffs how many times in that span? Oh yeah, like almost every time. They have choked a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So i I don't see the Packers as a threat. Like regular season, they're fine. Like regular season, they are amazing, and they do so well, and they make the playoffs. Whole thing, whatever. They get to the playoffs, maybe win one or two games. That's it, and then they're done. Yeah, they play a cupcake regular season schedule. They do. Well, yeah, because it's the NFC. Yeah, thank, it's easy to get in the playoffs. Thank the God the, the Bengals played the uh, AFC West last season instead of this season. Oh God, yeah, yeah thank God. True. And even then, like you still had a Super Bowl run. Like no, literally, that's like, the weird. That's the crazy thing. No, yeah, like we you lost to the Jets and you still went to the Super Bowl. Exactly, we lost to Mike White. Yeah, yeah. We One day wonder, and you still go to the Super Bowl. Good Lord. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's. But it's, it's like crazy. that that whole thing of like, oh, they have a low chance. It's like, well, yeah. Duh. Who like who doesn't have a low chance in the AFC? Let's be real. Yeah, like even the Chiefs have a not a great chance. Well, I, yeah. I would say. I mean, like I don't, I don't think, I don't think so. they do anymore. No, I think I, like I really think that Tyreek Hill was like a huge loss to them. They're not. They're oh not yeah, gonna, they're not going to win the division. No, it'll no. be the Chargers. 
Watch. Watch yeah. the Broncos. No, get I, I think Chargers. Definitely Chargers. I, I, I think it record. goes Chargers, Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders. I could even see the Raiders like I, maybe making some noise. I, I agree. Honestly, I just, that's just my prediction. Honestly, I'm going to go Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs, and it's going to be close. I could see that. Like it'll, uh, it'll be a close know, race for the division, but it, that's yeah, how it's going to. So be. like whoever's in fourth isn't necessarily bad. No, yeah, whoever's like, in fourth yeah, like, necessarily whoever's bad, in fourth can basically beat like anybody in the edge. Yeah, like yeah. it's just like, the divisional records are going to be like because you know they get yeah. sorted by divisional records. You know, right. So, like, the divisional is going to be, or, yeah, the divisional is going to be, like, you know, that thing. But, like, their actual records will be, like, good. Like, yeah, they're right. not going to gonna be, like, under 500 or anything, but right. they'll be, like, it, It's meh. just that competitive. It's, like, yeah. like, like, the AFC West alone is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, and then just, yeah. like, you have. Yeah, you have, exactly. Yeah, you have the, um, yeah, like, I mean, you got mm-hmm. three teams. Well, all four of those teams are really good. Yeah. Then you still have the Bengals. Yep. I would say the Patriots are still competitive. Patriots are still competitive, yeah. You I have agree. the AFC East. Which is the Dolphins and the uh, Titans, or no, not Titans? Uh, the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Bills. Yeah, and with, you know, Bills uh, are contender. Who's the fourth? Jets. Jets. Okay, well, mm-hmm. yeah, that, is, that doesn't count. We can leave that out. Yeah, we can leave that. Out. But like the Dolphins might make some noise this year. Yeah, they can. Yeah, I, I would agree. They, I'd hope they do. They got Tyree Kill. Like, no, yeah, with their do. roster and their draft picks yeah. they have, I'd hope they make some. You noise. You would think so. I. You I really think so. Yeah. I, you would think so. I think the Ravens will probably make some noise, too, because they're the Ravens. I think they're going to flop. Until they dude. play the Bengals. You think? I have a, I have a feeling you the Ravens. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be that I, good. Because well, I don't dude, think. Lamar hasn't signed his extension yet. Ooh. I did, okay, I didn't know he, that. I think he will. He probably it's will. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. I Like, a lot of Ravens fans, man, they love to talk smack. I mean. The AFC be, North likes to talk smack. Yeah, let's be, yeah, let's be honest here. But like Ravens fans, especially man, like they they were like, "Oh, you guys are such a fluke against us this year." And like, so so was like, Wait. Pittsburgh. Well, okay, but Pittsburgh was different situation. Well, Pittsburgh had Pittsburgh's no promise. Different. Pittsburgh okay, had true. no promise. Like okay, the true. Ravens did. And the thing about whoa, oh, AirPods going flying. Something fell. Uh, anyway. so <laughs> but, no, but the thing I was saying was like, Ravens fans were like, "Oh man, we were so banged up." And like, okay, yeah, in the second game, but yeah, like in the, the, first, in the first game, you had people. In the first game, you guys just you just we blew you out of the water. Yeah, like, in the end, I don't know what yeah. to tell you. Like, and we like were, we were just a better team. And the other thing is too, like Chiefs fans are the same way, and Chargers fans are the same way. Like, there's there's a char- there's a Chiefs fan on Twitter. His uh, pinned tweet with like three thousand likes or whatever is uh, literally a picture of Joe Burrow. Like, and I think that's hilarious that because because the Bengals are living rent free in everyone's heads. Let's be honest here. Like, let me rent free in my head. Well, the fact I'm, that they made it to the Super Bowl. I'm no, talking yeah. so much smack about them. No, literally, like, it makes no sense, and people are so like meh about it. And I'm like, what? That we are good now after years of not being good. Like, sorry, this is just how the league goes. Sometimes I think people just like hate the Bengals. No, no. People hate the Bengals. The media hates the Bengals. Like, it's just a thing. Like, the media hates the Bengals, and they have for, like, ever. Like, yeah. it's just a thing. I would say we hate them. They just don't give us any respect. Same thing. Not really, but same thing. <laughs> like, you know, if you watch, like, uh, pregame shows and all sorts of other stuff, like, the the media never gives, like, the media hasn't given respect or anything to the Bengals until Joe Burrow showed up and this year happened with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, that's when people started talking about us in a positive light. That's because we were good. Exactly. 
That's just how that works. It is. If you're not but, a good team, you're but, not, not going to get any respect. But even when we went to the playoffs in, what, 2015 or whatever, still bad media. Like, that's the thing. When we were good back, you know, 20, 2015, 2006, whenever we had that good run with Palmer, Palmer. And, yeah, Palmer and Johnson, like, still bad media. Still was. Like, well, I, I think it was a different locker room back then as well. That, you know I, mean, I mean, yeah, it was like it was a different. There was a different mood around the Bengals as yeah, a franchise. Yeah, like I mean, I, I don't know with Marvin Lewis. Like, the, yeah, you, I mean, you look at the characters that you have in the in the in the um, in the locker room with yeah. Zach Taylor, and you look at the characters that Marvin Lewis had. True, and it's just two totally different worlds. Completely, that's very true. Complete there was totally different. Like there was also no feel of like James Rapine made a great point of this that like. This is like one of the first times in like, well, maybe the second time in like Bengals like franchise history. Yeah, where you feel like you can contend for a Super Bowl. You didn't have that with like Carson okay, Palmer. That's true. Like you were like, nope. okay, we could be a good team and like you know whatever. But like there was no like the like the Boomer Esiason days. It was like we should be competing for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you were, but you didn't have that with Carson Palmer, and now you do. With it's like a weird feeling. It's like a thing around the city. It's like okay, everybody that's has true. that feeling. Like like you have confidence in a team. For the first like, time in yeah. decades. Yeah. Like, that is actually a good point um, with, you know, rosters and stuff. Because, I mean, like, sure, you had Chad Johnson, who easily one of the greatest receivers in Bengals history. Like, or the greatest, One of the best be of all time. Yeah. Well, Not top, like, top 15 is where I'd rank him. Like, over, like, Somewhere the entire enough. league. Yeah. I would yeah. go top 15. I, I'd, I'd agree. Maybe top top 15. 20. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that. But, like, you know, easily the best receiver of all time in Cincinnati. Like, oh, 100%. Like, 1,000%. He, oh, not even close. Jamar Chase is going to break that, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I I don't know. The, like, you've had, you have star players come come and go but before now and, you know, between the last Super Bowl run and now and whatever. But you're right. Now is a different feeling. Like, I think it's just because, like, it's really just because of Joe Burrow. Yeah. Like, I, I really think that, like, because if we didn't have Joe Burrow, I don't think we would be anywhere. That's what. Okay, so the, actually, someone posed a question to me, um, which I know we said we get back to the Reds, we will. That's fine. So um, skip ahead if you're looking for that. But if you're a Cincinnati <laughs> fan, you're listening to all this anyway. Um, someone posed a question to me. They said, "Do the Bengals make the same moves, or do they still? No, it wasn't that. It was do they still do well if they draft?" Um, um, Justin Herbert and I said yes. not a shot there's no shot I'd agree no shot here's why Joe Burrow you draft Jamar Chase that's you, true you also yeah. Joe Burrow is the reason we got half our free agents as well you also don't have the stigma around uh, around Justin Herbert like you did with Joe Burrow coming out of college, right? Oh, because yeah. when when Joe Burrow had that magical twenty, and that was a magical twenty nineteen season, that was one of the best college football seasons of any team I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I'd agree. An individual player, yeah, that too. Yeah, like it just team wise, individual player, everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joe insane. Burrow racked up all the trophies. He did. And coming out of college, he just had this like there was just this stigma around him. He was like this godly mm-hmm. like you were, you just look you heard Joe Burrow and you just were like. Oh my god! Like it's just there was something different oh, about there was just some, it wasn't like you know like yeah. Trevor Lawrence it was like oh yeah Trevor Lawrence like yeah. but with Joe Burrow man it was just there was something different about him like yeah. there is something different about him 
And I think that the that put a lot of pressure on the Bengals as a franchise. Yeah. Because it's like we are drafting one of the most hyped up generational talents of our time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to do something about this. And then he got injured. And then it was like, oh, you know what? We really need to do something about this. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, then Joe yeah. Burrow starts playing really well. You get Jamar Chase. Yep. And then you have a great season with them. Like, like they just they started drafting smarter. Mm-hmm. I think because of yep. Joe Burrow. Like, they, like that there's just that there's just that feeling of like we gotta do something with this kid. Yeah. We can't mm-hmm. let him go to waste. Because me as a Bengals fan, when we already did that with Carson Palmer. When Joe Burrow got drafted, two things went through my mind. One, we have a franchise quarterback. Two, we don't have an O line. This kid's gonna get massacred. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. did. Yep. Against the now Washington FedEx, Commanders. Dude, FedEx Field is cursed. It is. The amount of injuries that have, oh, major injuries yeah. that have happened You know what's there. crazy? It's been in the same uh, same end zone each time, too. Yep. Sure has. And, you know, and those are all good points. The front office has taken, ex- not extreme measures, but, like, they've gotten better to protect this quarterback. But it feels like extreme measures. It does. Because it, you don't really have does. this. You don't really have this with the Bengals. Exactly. History. Like... Uh, it's just crazy to think about that Joe Burrow did this. If And you're right. Joe Burrow drafted Jamar Chase because of what he did at LSU. If, I mean, it was like it was like a it was a no brain pick in my opinion. You know on, I mean? Honestly, yeah. Like I, would I mean agree. it was it was either him or it was um oh my god, Penny Sewell. It was either him or Penny Sewell. And originally I was on the Penny Sewell I was train. Too. I was too. But like once it got closer to draft time. I was like, it makes so much more sense to do Jamar Chase. And people were like, well, he's not going to have time. And I'm like, oh, right, because one offensive lineman's going to give him more time in the pocket. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. That was my thing. That doesn't make And, and then he... I, I started seeing the ridiculousness of that. And I'm like, it makes so much more sense Yeah. to get Jamar Chase. It does. And and, and it did. It ended I, up making more sense. I, I don't remember exactly what train I was on, but I want to say I was on the Jamar Chase train the entire time. I'm going to be completely honest. I may be wrong. And honestly, I probably am. I probably was on the Penny Sewell train until yeah, like a was. week or two before draft time, and started looking more into it. And I was like, it was like oh, half wait. of half of fans were really upset. The other half were like, "Let's go!" Yeah. And then the season started, and then the Penny Sewell fans grew real quiet. Yeah, because well, yeah, because Penny Sewell didn't do good. That's well, he play, also plays for the Lions. I mean that too. But like, you know, I I don't know. He there is also a video floating around of Penny Sewell like totally like wanting the smoke against Aaron Donald, which I thought was, which I think is really funny. Uh, yeah, good luck. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. If I can find it, I'll send Aaron it Aaron Donald you. is literally the highest graded PF, like player, according to PFF, oh, over yeah. the last five he's years. He's easily one of the best defensive linemen, like, ever. Ever, yeah. He's super good. Terrifying person. Yeah. Oh, my Have Lord. Have fun blocking him, buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I would ra- I would just forfeit. I would walk off the field. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, actually, I just retired. Can yeah, I, I just retired. I need I my, my. Can I have my bag and go? Give me my paycheck, and I'll I be want on my game way. check. See ya later. Anyway, but. I mean that's yeah. We kind of went on a huge Bengals tangent there, but that's okay. It's I, a Cincinnati sports. It's fine. But no, the, the the Reds do have a four game series against the Dodgers coming up. Uh, their first game is tonight at ten ten p.m. Yeesh. So if you feel like staying up till four in the uh, two in the morning, have fun with that. I might um, just listen on the radio honestly. So Reds are two and four. Dodgers are three and two. It's the home opener for the Dodgers. Um, 
they're looking pretty good as I mean as usual it's the Dodgers they That's have true. all the star talent they it need it is yeah um so man I just I don't see this series going well I yeah, can honestly see, I. I can honestly see the Dodgers just sweeping the hell out I of can the see Reds. us maybe Probably. winning a game maybe winning a game I think I, the Reds sweep like get one out but like okay. that's it. Here's my off the wall prediction because I want to draw up conversation. The Reds are going to split the series. What do we think? No, not even a chance. I that's exactly what I thought you were going to say. No, but I have this. You weird, got lucky against Atlanta. Uh, yes. Yes. We did. But I yes, have we this weird feeling in my gut that usually is wrong, but it's fine that we're going to split the series and it's not going to be like a huge difference. There'll be one run games. I'll I'm give you a to... dollar if they split the series. How about that? Okay. No, I'll uh, give you a dollar. Sweet. I probably won't. Actually, I'll give you $2 for the two wins. Oh, let's go. They don't split you. Owe us insomnia. Well, well he I'm, was going to give it that to us. I was anyway. going to give it to you anyway. Well, how about we get double? <laughs> uh, fair enough. Sure. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I like that. Sure. Uh, I like but, that. I, I like that, yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I I I have this fe- theory that they're gonna do good on the road, but not at home for the first half of the season. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. And then I they th- just drop off they, the face. They're kind of like that last year, weren't they? Yeah, they like kind of were. were. They kind of were. They're pretty good yeah, on the road. They were. Exactly. I I think that's what's gonna go. Um, we got the run line here of one and a half, and then the over under is eight and a half. So if we want to make gonna, our predictions, I'm gonna take the over and also under. I, I'm gonna take the over on this one. What is it gonna be like? Ten nothing Dodgers? No, I think <laughs> I'm gonna go four two uh, Dodgers. You said four. the you said it was uh, eight. eight yeah, and eight half. and a half. I'm gonna go seven to. Th- I'm gonna go same score as yesterday, seven to three. Okay, um, um, Dodgers four two Dodgers. Um, I normally see. don't pick against my own team, but like I just yeah. Right now it's kind of hard not to. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's really hard. I'm gonna take the un- I'm gonna take the under and go five three, Dodgers. Okay. Well, that would be. I mean, that wouldn't even be the under, right? That's well, t- the technically under, it's, it's the under because it's eight and a half. Eight and oh, half. it's eight and a half. Yeah, okay, it's eight and a half. I, I, so okay, te- it was, technically, it's the under. I thought it was it just is, eight. no. It is the well, it is the under. Well, yeah, it is because that's how betting works. Because if it's half, you know, you can either bet the under. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought anyway. I thought it was just a flat. Well, yeah, because you, you can't have eight and a half, like you can't have eight and a half runs that don't exist. Right. But so here's I will make some comments about the uh the roster um i'm really happy with tyler stevenson i am too really happy gonna with tyler stevenson. stud did you say he I'm... was going to be a stud preseason tyler yep I that's think, what I, thought. I think we all knew that though honestly like, yeah year, i think so last year there were flashes take of for that <laughs> last year there was flashes of that true jonathan india would agree love him i mean you yeah I mean, he's just going to be good regardless love like him. he's he's I mean, Vado's going to do his thing per usual. Mustakas has been quiet, to say the least. I know Shock. we're only, I know we're only six games into the season. He's been quiet since we got him. Yeah, he kind of has. He hasn't done anything outside of like the Jake Sweeney commercials. He's been, <laughs> he's been relatively quiet. Anyway, sorry. I think yeah. Tommy Pham is going to be good. It sucks. That he's that collision with Nick Senzel was scary. By the way, that was yeah, scary. I'd agree. So he's he's day to day right now, which understandable. But I hope he. Right now he doesn't have a hit yet, but hopefully he turns it around. I think he can. Yeah, Aquino needs to get off the team. I I was Ooh. literally just uh, about to say that. I, I, has, I've 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 heard. I see. he has thirteen at bats and nine strikeouts. And yesterday uh, he was over four with four strikeouts. Uh, yeah. And by the way, he's an everyday starter. 
Oh. Yeah. I'm in pain. My, Aquino, Aquino oh, had man. a promising 19 season for a little bit. That's it, though. When he hit his home runs. That was about <laughs> it, about man. It. That was about uh, it for Aquino. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go I'm gonna go start for the Reds. I'll be the batter. It's fine. Have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I will not. Have fun get have fun getting through the minors. <laughs> right? Yeah, start in the farm system. I'm gonna I'm gonna go play for the y'alls. I'll I'll start it I'll start I'll start as an intern video board producer and make my way as a as the starting first as, baseman for the Cincinnati Reds. Exactly. You, go. I'm gonna, you gotta start somewhere. My my timeline is I'm gonna be the video board intern, then I'm gonna lead off for the y'alls, make my way up to Louisville Bats, and then make my way to the Reds. And that's how it's gonna go. You say you got Boom. a plan. Run That's my it. timeline. <laughs> All right. Let's see you execute it. Right. First, I got to be a walk-on kicker for the Bearcats, though. Oh, true. Four-string kicker. You, you should have been a kick scrimmage today, dude. Oh, true. I should have. There was a kick scrimmage today. Tell right, I know, right. I know, I know you said we wanted to You got to wrap it up a little bit, but yeah. I, I will just say the We're kick good. scrimmage today is fun. That sounded uh, – well, I heard that one uh, defensive lineman got kicked a 40-yard field goal. Jabari oh, that's pretty wow. cool. Wow. Jabari Taylor. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, coach. Was it like oh, a good kicker? Was it just like a line drive that just got lucky? No, it was one actually end? a decent kick. Really, it was actually interesting. A decent, I wow. filmed it from the ground. I was sitting, I was literally standing right behind him. That's crazy. Interesting. And then I got swarmed by fifty different football players. Yeah, so they <laughs> they did they did uh, like white jerseys versus black jerseys. The black jerseys was technically the home team. Sure. They had uh, Christian Lowry as the kicker. Mm-hmm. Um, he shanked a lot of them. Shock. He missed a lot. Yeah, are we really shocked here. <laughs> um. The kid from Delaware, whose name I can't remember, uh, Cole, no, Cole something, maybe? I think it's maybe. Cole. I think it's Cole something. I maybe. do know who you're talking about, though. Uh, the Delaware transfer, uh, I mean, who it's it's only spring ball, but, like, uh, he, he missed a few, but he was actually relatively consistent. Um, overall, not bad. Uh, I, I did get to talk to Mason Fletcher today, so that was fun. That's I fun. just talked, because, like, I needed to- him to come I'm, on the podcast? Yeah, we <sighs> should- I I think yeah, we in should middle, in That'd the middle cool. of practice. Yeah, yeah, obviously. So, um, uh, yeah, I just I walked up to him and was like, "Hey, you know, Fletch, where do you want me to stand, man?" It was exactly where I thought he wanted me to, but like I just figured I'd check anyway. He's like, "Right, so yeah, I want you to stand right over here, like stand right there, right where I dropped the ball. That's where it's gonna go. That's so that's that's where I want you to stand, so you get that angle and you can see me kicking." And I was like, "That's okay. it, that's Love an that. impeccable Australian accent, my friend." No, that was a terrible Australian <laughs> accent. Also, the the, ki- the Delaware kicker's name is Ryan Co. Ryan, okay, that's, that's it. What okay, it it's is. Co. Okay, Coe. I thought it was Cole. Okay, my no, bad. No, it's Co. Okay, Ryan Co. That's yeah, right. That, that's his name. Yeah, he's he's actually a bigger dude than I thought he would be. For some reason, really? when I heard of well, he's him, he's 6'3", 225. Yeah, I mean, well, what? Oh my God, is he really? Yeah. Holy crap. He's an inch shorter than me, and a, like twenty pounds weighs twenty pounds less than me, but also is you know built because he lifts and stuff, and I don't. Uh, he so. was also in pads, so he. Well, yeah, elbow. that too. Pads yeah. make you look big. Yeah, he. I don't know why. When I first heard his name, and when I first saw him on tape, for some reason, I thought he was like, <laughs> like um, I th- I thought he was like, uh, some, like Sam Sam Croza size, like sure. like this little pea of a kicker, <laughs> but like who's accurate kind of thing. Like yeah. I thought I thought that was a deal, but like no, I stood behind him and I was like, oh my god, this is huge. Did you see anything? Uh, Nick Mar- Mardner, the Hawaii guy. Did you see anything like other oh, receiver? Runs, not, he, not like uh, kicking wise, but just in general. Uh, not today because I was okay. inside during a lot of the team periods. But from okay. what I've noticed, he <laughs> it's kind of a joke. But like he likes to run a lot of go routes. <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah, I, I I haven't seen anything outstanding about him. I mean, okay. it's spring ball, and True. I'm also yeah. not really I'm also not filming the team periods. Usually, I'm not paying attention to the receivers at all. 
because I, I'm either filming like a, something else or I'm just not filming at all and I'm inside cutting up film. So I've really not seen anything from him that's been too crazy. Um, I will say the D-line still looks really solid overall. Yeah, I, I heard the defense was really good. D, the D-line's going to be solid. Because um, we got Ivan Pace. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be scary. If you're uh Deshaun and Ivan Pace. If you're an offense yeah. that we play next year, I would be scared. Yeah. And yeah, Deshaun had a great year last year, too. Yeah, he mm-hmm. did. Wasn't like super, super outstanding, but it was like he was just was a like, good player. Like every yeah. game, he, he would good. just play good. Yeah, he, he had a just, pick. He had yeah. a pick against IU and Notre Dame. He did. Yeah, so yeah. two consecutive games, he had a pick. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. was he was good. I I am excited to see. A lot of people are like like because they talked about the spring game, right? Like Bearcats sure. prime. Yeah. yeah, he was like, oh, looks like Evan Prater is going to be the starter. And it's I'm like, like I'm like, the dude, spring game. no, he's not. You realize the spring games means. It means almost nothing. nothing. Yeah, it means like, nothing. No, well, I shouldn't say almost nothing because it means a little bit of something, but it, like it not means, a lot. It does mean something, but it doesn't mean everything. It's like how it you doesn't pre- mean he's going to start. No, exactly. the battle's not over. It's not over until because like game one. It's about right. at this point. It's about logic, right? Mm-hmm. Why would why why would you bring bring back Ben Bryant to not start to not start who has started games yep. or a game for Cincinnati back in twenty nineteen? He also came into a game the uh, AAC championship. Yeah. He yeah he's he's done a lot he's he's played a lot of games yep. at yep. UC he was a starter at Eastern Michigan he yeah. proved himself up there that's why it's and like, then why, he comes back why would you not start like it's just logic people yeah, they're I like seriously but Evan think... Prater's a four star I don't care like but I actually he hasn't don't care. played a full game well I to actually... be fair I mean he has been under Ritter for two years well yeah but still he's never started that's that that's my thing here too like it's not really it, his fault. Well, no, it's not. I'm not saying it's his fault by any means. I'm just oh, saying yeah, I that you're you saying. know, like I'd rather if it were me, I'd rather oh. put Brian in oh, because agree. he's had the experience 100%. as opposed to Prater. He's also, he's also a better thrower. I've noticed that Brian is. Yeah, he's more he's accurate. more prototypical, prototypical quarterback. Yeah. Okay. He's uh, here's this is this is this is something that I noticed about Ben Bryant way back when, like 2019, 2018. Sure. Uh, ben Bryant is really accurate. Okay. Um. Maybe not like super duper duper accurate, but he's he's pretty darn accurate. Sure, he's a good decision maker. Okay, um, and he I, I feel like he just does a good job of reading defenses. I'm gonna have to go watch some film. I think he's good. Go go watch the um 2019 game the the first game against Memphis the regular season game. Okay, go watch that game because that was the game that he started in. Okay, I thought he was great. I thought yeah. he was probably, really good. I'm going to watch some Eastern Michigan. Now, Ritter was great the too. next week against Memphis as well in the right. championship game. He was yeah. really good. Ritter yeah. had tons of good games. Don't get me wrong. No, yeah. But, like, I just – Ben Bryant, I just – I always liked him. I yeah. did, too. I did, too. Yeah. So, I think he's going to be the starter. I don't think there's a debate. Mm-hmm. Unless he gets injured, which I hope doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Let's but be real here. barring an injury, he's the starter. Yeah, yeah, I don't see anything else happening. I would agree. I mean, we got through kicks. We got through kick scrimmage today, which is, like, as Aaron Himmler, the – main trainer put it to me it's the most dangerous uh part of the game and we're doing it for a whole 25 minutes yeah we had a couple guys go down who were injured um i didn't know who they i didn't know who it was but like we had a few guys go down who were like mangled up in a big mess and it was like that's a nightmare for poor aaron yeah so that's shout out to aaron himmler (laughs) um Anyway, that's pretty much everything we've got for this episode. I think, so, yeah. I think we blew through just about everything pretty much. Cincinnati fans are kind of really going through at this point in time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot. It's a lot. So that's all we've got for the episode 21 of Inside the 275 Loop. Thanks for those of you who tuned in live. 
Uh, and thanks to those of you who are listening right now on the podcast, whether you're, you know, in the shower, on drive, at the gym, whatever it is, however it is that you listen, we appreciate you tuning in. We've got a couple more weeks here of uh, Three. being in. Well, I said only two. Two, two. two. I don't well, know. Well, because you, I mean, you have, you have, um, you have finals week, which is two weeks from now. I don't even yeah. have finals, dude. I don't. I'm either. a media. I'm a media student. I don't have finals. I hate both. What of are you. those? <laughs> Sucks for you, dog. Uh-huh. I, hate, I hate both of you. Well, get only, a better major. Only a couple more weeks of. Uh, I actually, did, I actually did just change my major though. Yeah, oh, it's okay. only only a couple more weeks of inside the two seventy five loop on the Bearcast airwaves. Yeah, true. We yeah. Can, we can do some summer shows. Yeah, we'll do summer shows. Yeah, and then yeah. I'll have to birth my own show. Also, I will say, uh, some former Bearcast members, uh, Zach Freeze and Elliot Rearing, um, they have a podcast called the Rally Cap Podcast. Mm. They had they had Art Warren on last week. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, let's try that. I, I'm listen. I'm gonna reach out to all the guys and see what I can I do. Too. You have fun too. with that. I'm gonna have all the fun because no one's gonna reply to me because I'm some random kid that goes to UC. Like, I'll text people too. I do have DM Desmond, people. I do have Desmond Raider's number. So really, I mean, we could. I mean, and also James Smith and Trey Tucker. I think. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's them. worth a text. To send it me. it I'm is. I'm not texting them. Come um, on, man. I already tried texting them once. It's not okay. Happening. Fair. That's fair enough. It is not happening. All right. Anyway. anyway, that's all the time we have for this episode. Thank you for joining us. I'm Sean McMahon alongside Ethan Herzog and Tyler Gilman. Thanks for joining us on Inside of 275 Blue. We will see you next week, same time, same place. And as always, go Bears.